You're listening to the 74th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We've been talking about Bitochen for a few years. We started this podcast in 2019, Hashem, with Hashem's help. And one of the topics perhaps we haven't addressed as much as we could, or perhaps even as much as is important and must be addressed, what happens when our Bitochen doesn't work? What happens when we, it seems not to work? We have Bitochen and... We trust in Hashem, and we don't seem to get the results we desire. Not only that, it seems that Hashem is saying clearly no. Not only that, Hashem is saying no, for sure not. How do we understand this type of situation? You know, on the simplest level, of course, the Kodesh Baruch is our father, and God can say no. A father says no. A good father knows how to say no to his child in the right way, perhaps in a soft way, perhaps in a tough way, depending on the situation. How do you understand it when we have Bitochen and it doesn't work? I want to share with you, I was just in the States, for Hashem, I had a few jobs, I uh, flew to, first to New York, then to Silver Spring, Maryland, and Baruch Hashem came back yesterday, back to Eretz Yisrael. And my experience throughout this time, of course, there were many situations of incredible siyata deshmaya. The singing that I did, Baruch Hashem, was uh, successful. The concert, we had a concert and we had a, a beautiful Shabbos in Silver Spring and gave a shear on Shabbos. Everything really went very well. But along the way, and we can think about why, perhaps it's because anytime we're facing a challenge in Parnassah, so, in order to get Parnas Hashem, you know, we got to pay for it. We got to go through a certain challenge in order to receive what we need. Going to America, my experience has shown me, getting there on the return, there can be challenges. Coming to Eretz Yisrael is a challenge in and of itself. So many people, Baruch Hashem, are having that experience, making Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, the challenges that are part of that, so we have this experience as we come back and as we go there. And that was my experience. And I'd like to talk about it. I'd like to talk about some of the thoughts that I had in thinking about Bitochen and in thinking about when Hashem says no, what, are, what, is, what is the message? How, what's, the, what's the correct approach? How can we receive that without feeling like Hashem is, uh, you know, He's our Father. Sometimes we get upset at our parent, when our parent does something we don't understand. So what's the proper approach? What is the way to think about it? I'll just share with you, as I was going through this trip, so numerous challenges came along along the way. First challenge was I was trying to rent a car, and the price was at one point a certain amount, and at another point, which is when we actually rented the car, was even a, a much higher amount. I... I bought a, a phone in order to be able to use this phone in the, in the States. As soon as I got to the States, the phone didn't work. Went through a whole back and forth with the company from whom I uh, get the service from. They said it's not their problem, it's not the SIM card, it was the, it was the phone itself. It's not supported in America. Had to get a new phone. Actually, in the process, I filmed last week's Bitochen podcast before I actually got the phone that was going to work properly and do what needed to be done for me. 
And then when it came to getting to this, to, from, from New York to Silver Spring, I waited online for a long time to, in order to rent the car, cut it a little bit close. I expected it to be an hour, an hour early to where I was going to be singing. Ended up being just on time, which Hashem was just on time. Came back from, from the whole, uh, experience in Silver Spring and a very, uh, rough return, let us say, ended up in the airport in Paris for the entire day. Was supposed to have a, an hour layover. I was delayed. Didn't make the, didn't make the connecting flight. Was pushed off to a later flight, to an afternoon flight with El Al. Got to the El Al desk. Turned out that the person who had transferred me to, to the El Al flight didn't do it properly. They reserved me a spot, but they didn't ticket me. So I was still on a different flight. A later flight at 9 p.m. instead of 2.45 p.m. Ran back and forth in the airport. Balagan, like we say in Israel, Balagan. Didn't make the flight. Was really upset. But wasn't meant to get home by 8 o'clock at night. Originally, I was supposed to get home by 2.30 in the afternoon. 8 o'clock at night. Didn't work out. The flight that I ended up on was a 9 p.m. flight instead of a 9 a.m. flight. Ended up getting home. Instead of at 2.30 in the morning, at 3, 10 after 3 in the morning, Baruch Hashem made it home safely, 4.23 in the morning. But it was clear throughout these different situations, in each of the different details, I don't need to go into it, you know, all the way, but it was very clear that Hashem was saying to me, no. I watched as, on the second flight, the LL flight, I watched as, they said to me the, the flight was closed. Somebody came in who was a gem customer, that's what they call it, and they actually opened the flight for him to get on. And I was standing there, not able to get on. They explained to me there was no seat for me. There was a seat for him, but no seat for me. But the question is, I'm not coming here to complain, chas v'shalom. I'm coming here to try to understand. When Hashem shows, specifically Hashem shows us that the answer is no. Hashem shows us that the answer is no to me. The answer is yes to somebody else. You see somebody else more successful than you. And you see that the success that you want for yourself, for your family, etc., it's not coming. It's not coming the way you would like it. I would like it. So, what's the approach? How do we think about it? And, you know, Hashem is so kind, He's so gracious, He's so loving. That inside of the, of the story, inside of the situation, he sends the answer. And on that flight, on the morning flight, the Air France flight, which came in late on uh, Tuesday morning, there was a family there from Eretz Yisrael, an Israeli family. And I had seen them before I got on the flight. I saw them on the flight. Didn't speak to them too much. But I said, hello, oh, we're on the same flight, we missed the flight together. When we got to the, to the later flight, to the 9 o'clock flight at night, so we were both there together, waiting on the line together, and I started to schmooze with them. And it turns out that the father of the family, they were on a sabbatical in, in America, he was a professor, he's a professor, and he taught in in Washington State, I'm sorry, in Washington D.C. I think, or in the area. And we had a whole conversation, and he was a very optimistic person. And everything about him is like, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And I told him about my song. They weren't really familiar with my music. 
I told him about my song today is going to be a good day. I told him about Amechan. Had a nice conversation. And he said to me, you know, we always have to look at situations and we need to know that it's going to be good in the end. It's going to be good. And he told me a story of how he had been in a certain place. He was there with a spiritual teacher. And when he got to this place, in this place there was some kind of gate, and he closed the gate. And as he closed the gate, so the gate closed on his thumb and ripped his, the top of his thumb. He showed me his thumb. His thumb was fine. That was his story that happened a while ago. But it ripped through his thumb, and he had incredible pain, the most intense pain. He was like 10 minutes of incredibly intense pain. And the people around him were all empathetic. We're so sorry. What can we do for you? And, and this was going on. And his spiritual teacher came over to him and said to him one line. He said, Zematana, which means this is a gift. This is a gift. When we have an experience of intense pain, we have an experience where Hashem is saying no. Hashem says no. We want to get there. We want to get home. We want to be with our family. I've been away for a week. I want to get home. I don't want to miss this flight. I had to be talking that my flight, that first flight, would get there early, and the second flight would be a little bit late, open the window, but that's not what happened. My bitachin didn't work, so to speak. Maybe it was a lack of bitachin on my part, or maybe not. Maybe it was a lesson, or maybe it was just, you know, in order to get to that place, in order to get to receiving the parnas Hashem wants to give me, in order to get back to Eretz Yisrael, the place where Hashem wants me to be, a place of greater spirituality, a, a place of greater closeness, to Hashem, a place of greater revelation of Hashem being in our lives. I have to, so to speak, go through the ring of fire, go through a challenging situation of a zematana. It's a gift. It's a gift. I had a conversation on the first flight. As the, the first flight that I went on, on my way home, we were sitting on the flight, and it wasn't moving. We're waiting, we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. It wasn't yet our turn. We ended up going back to the gate in order to refuel because we were waiting for such a long time that fuel was used up. We needed to, to refuel. For Hashem, we had to have enough fuel. I was talking, we were able to get up and I was, I was talking to somebody who I met on the plane, nice young man, coming to learn in yeshiva here in Eretz Yisrael. We had a conversation, we talked about about Bitochan, and we talked about, we talked about the bitachon of the altar of the Vardik, the other kinds of bitachon, absolute bitachon, it always works. That's what I said. You know, what he said to me, it's kind of ironic, he said to me, what happens when it doesn't work? And I said, no. With the altar of, of, with the altar of the Vardik, with the bitachon of the altar, it always works. It must work. There's no such thing as not working. That's what I said. And, <laughs> it, you know, in the irony of it, or perhaps Hashem wanted to teach me this lesson so I could share it with you as well. And the irony of it, my bitachin did not work. Like I said, maybe didn't have enough bitachin. But, you know, if I would have this conversation again with this young man, perhaps we would, we would have a different conclusion as to what is the message or what is the approach, right? Because it's disappointing. You have full bitachin. You know Hashem's going to answer your tefillah. And Hashem does not answer your tefillah. In fact, Hashem shows you, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give you siyata deshmaya, or you're not going to get it. 
It's not going to be the way you want it to be. You're not going to get that which you wished for, so to speak. What is the message? What is the approach, indeed, when it doesn't work out? And I, what I understood from the situation, and what I understood from this person who, who gave me the gift, who gave me this message of, it's a matana, is that indeed, and, and the feeling that I had, you know, after I missed the, the El Al flight, where I had run across the airport and run back, literally getting there for what I thought was going to be just in time, but watching that plane take off without me, the feeling that I felt, even as I was crying, literally I cried because it was, it was very emotional. It was very, um, it was very emotional. The feeling that I had, though, was that Hashem is here, Hashem is with me, Hashem is taking care of me, and Hashem is saying no. That was the feeling that I had. And I feel like that was the gift. That was the gift that this guy was talking about, this professor was talking about. The gift is that sometimes we experience an intense situation and Bitochen, part of Bitochen, and working on Bitochen, is that we need to know that indeed Hashem does answer our tefillahs. Hashem does respond to our wants, our wants and desires. Hashem does give us what we want. And when we have that experience, so the experience is ecstatic, it's awesome. Wow, look, I trusted in Hashem, and I got what I wanted. I got my needs. I got the thing that I wanted and, and I needed. I got the parnasa for my family. I got the, we got the shidduch we were waiting for. We got the refuah we were waiting for. We got the cure. That's ecstatic and that's awesome. But there's also within Bitochen and even, I think, perhaps, perhaps we could say even within the altar of Navaris Bitochen, Hashem sometimes says no. And in that no is also a closeness. You know, we know that Tisha B'Av is called a moed. It's called a time of meeting, a connection between us and, and Hashem. And it's a time of the Beis HaMikdash's destruction. And it's a time when we discuss and we talk about the Crusades and the Holocaust. We talk about all of those points in time where Hashem seemed to, to abandon us. Where Hashem said no, so to speak, to, to, to our dreams and aspirations and our request for salvation. We've talked a lot about the fact that when we have Bitachim, we get the salvation. And I was looking actually at the next section in Bitach Vashem, quoting from Chazal. And it's all about Hashem saying yes. So I didn't want to read from the Sefer today. Because I wanted to bring across this message. I wanted to bring it home. And I wanted to encourage us. Encourage us. Because a person can come to Eretz Yisrael. A person can, you know, have every great intention and move here. And they need to know, you need to know, we need to know that there's a, there's a ring of fire. A ring of fire that we need to pass through. Just had a conversation yesterday. Somebody who just moved to Eretz Yisrael. Amazing siyata deshmaya. The last moment, her husband got a job. Her child wasn't working so well in the particular school where they were in. And the Menahel was recommending they go to a different place in Chicago. 
And they realize, hey, we're, if the point is Mashana Maka, Mashana Mazel, change the place, change your luck, so to speak. They had a dream, they've had a dream to move to Eretz Yisrael, and they were able to make the dream a reality with Hashem's help. But I said to her, and I said, I don't wish this on you, but you should, you should know. You should be ready, prepared for the possibility that you have to pass through a ring of fire. Eretz Yisrael's nickness be Yisurin. You have to know that. You have to know that. You also have to know, you know, sometimes it's like, I felt or I wanted, I felt, I said to them, I'm going to be on that flight. The flight that I didn't end up on. I said, I'm on that flight. I'm on that flight. I'm supposed to be on the flight. And he actually looked and he said, you don't have a ticket. I did have a ticket. There was a ticket in the computer, etc. We don't always get what we want. We don't always get what we want. Even with Bitachim, we don't always get what we want. And we need to recognize, it's important to see, sometimes Hashem does say no. Sometimes the thing that we're going for, we think that we're supposed to have. It's not what we're supposed to have. I remember, I don't know how many times I've shared this experience. I'm sure I have, don't remember how many times. But a few years ago, a few years ago, it's been a while already, but I was asked... Uh, to be on an Israeli television show called Kochav Haba, which is basically a star is born. It's kinds of uh, real-life competitions. I was asked to sing there, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't even get through the first round. I got through like the initial stuff where you have to, to see if you're going to be on the show. And then I did the tryouts on the stage, incredible pressure, live studio audience in a big hall, and I got up there and I sang, I sang my heart out, I danced my heart out. And nothing. All the judges gave thumbs down. All the judges gave thumbs down. And it was such an intense, difficult moment. It was such an intense, difficult moment. And I, and I, uh, and I saw that the answer was no. Hashem does not want me to go through a path of being on TV and breaking out, breaking out into the Israeli secular market. There are people who have done it. You know, there's Yonatan Razel and there's Yishai Ribo. There are people who are from and they've been able to sing for a broader, the broader Israeli market, the secular market. That's not me. That's not who I am. That's not where I'm supposed to be. I thought it was, it seemed to be the signs were sending me in that direction, it seemed to be Hashem was sending me in that direction, but that's not where I was supposed to be. You know, so it's important to know. I thought I was going to be on that flight. I thought I would get home by a certain time. I thought I'd be on the first flight. I thought I could make that window. So many times, it's worked out at the last second. Sometimes Hashem says no. Sometimes the signs are no. And sometimes we don't get what we want. We don't get what we want in the way that we want it. I wanted to be home at 2.30 in the afternoon. I got home at 4.23 in the morning. I wanted to come home and have the fanfare, my family, welcome me home. The hero has returned. The, the man has returned from his hunt. He's returned with, the, with, with dinner. They ate dinner without me. 
I came home at 4.23 in the morning. Everyone was sleeping. You know, things don't always work out the way we want it to. We, it doesn't work out, our vision. And I knew, I was thinking, you know, while I was inside of it, and I'm thinking about it after, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to get home, and it's going to be fun. I will, will, I will arrive back in Eretz Yisrael. I will be home. I'll be with my family. I'll enjoy them. We indeed had those hugs, the coming home hugs in the morning. And here I am back in Eretz Yisrael. All's well that ends well, as they say. But along the way, I need to remember, and I offer for you, along your journey as well, working on Bitochen and on our relationship with Hashem. It's a gift. It's a gift even in that moment. There was another family, another family, Israeli family, who, who uh, also they had some kind of thing with their luggage, this, that. I don't know exactly the whole story. But I offered them what this other person said, which is, it's a gift. You know, it's so easy to complain. It's so easy to focus on the negative. It's so easy to get caught up in it. Let's receive the gift. Let's think about the gift of the situations which aren't what we want. Where are we talking seems to not have worked. Hashem says no. Let's recognize that even that situation is a gift. Thanks so much for listening. See you again next time.